0: by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't. But we're just uh, striving to put new stuff in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. Even if we don't like something, if you do, buy a copy of it, go see the band, buy a t-shirt, do whatever, disregard our opinions at your own discretion. They don't mean anything. Uh, The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. That's all there is to it want to send in music it's demo listen at gmail.com just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission and also i want to reiterate just because i got like two emails from listener zach that collected like five releases per email and they're all spotify links We don't do Spotify links, so send Bandcamp links or a YouTube link if you must. Uh, Bandcamp is preferable, but obviously we understand not every band has Bandcamp. And additionally, send submissions in separate emails because if you send like five or six or multiple in one email, I'll never remember to go back the next week and be like, oh yeah, this uh, this opened email has other stuff in there. We get too many submissions, I just won't remember to do it. So uh, to, so note, note that when you're submitting stuff. Um, if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. You can call and keep it brief, or you can text if you don't believe in the power of your own brevity. And if you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Um, I guess we got a couple points of order this week. First of all, I mentioned... <coughs> When we listened to uh, Enemy, the band with the sax in it, yeah, I mentioned that band uh, at all costs from Connecticut that was like mm-hmm. kind of youth crewy, And I was like, I liked them when I was a kid. I don't know if that stuff will hold up or not. So I revisited it. The mm-hmm. first record from like 2004, 2005, bad. Uh, last ep which is i think the only other thing they ever put out direction from 2006 is actually really good i think it holds up super well it's really really good like post in my eyes tastefully melodic youth crew inspired hardcore stuff really good and the horns actually don't take anything away from it but i will say they also don't I'm add anything. They, they don't add anything. They don't add a thing. Right. Like it's good enough that it's like, oh fuck, this right. is really good. Like in my eyes, worship shit. Right. Like this is solid. Right, right. I can listen to this even with the horns. But they're mixed pretty low. And if they weren't there, no one would no know one this. You know what I'm saying? Right. It does it does nothing for the music. Right. So there you go. <laughs> there's the there's the verdict on the uh, at all costs horn section. Didn't need it. Um Additionally, uh, I wanted to talk about the Beauty and the Beast VHS tapes that I picked up yeah. because they arrived. Yeah, got a crazy deal on them. Yeah, and they're in incredible uh, incredible shape. The slip covers on them are pretty much immaculate probably never watched probably never watched it. they they don't look like they got a lot of use i got 9 tapes for 7 bucks which is right. a hell of a deal and it's the best deal i'm going to get on them because usually you find them they're like 10 bucks a pop yeah i'm also starting to get concerned that they maybe didn't do a complete run of the show because every time i look for more i can only find them going up through maybe 15 16 episodes and then there are a couple compilations in the first season that's in it in the first season and there are a couple compilation episodes or a compilation sets where it's like a three tape set and each VHS contains two episodes because mm-hmm. I want to point out that even though these are somewhat lengthy episodes they're a good 40 to 50 minutes long 48 right? minutes48 48, 48, right yeah 48 minutes. Every tape has a single episode on it, which is crazy. What a grift that is. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. You know I what know. I'm saying?
0: Because you could, yeah. you, we know how much time you can put on a VHS, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Like you could put three episodes on one VHS. Fucking easy. No problem. No fucking problem. Right. One per VHS. That is a crazy fucking grift. They knew that the Beauty and the Beast fandom was devoted enough that they'll buy an individual episode on every VHS. It's the
1: way it was back then. It, man. it was. I man. mean, there's yeah. lots of shit like that where it's just like one episode or yeah, something. It's
0: fucking crazy, man. So that's that's nuts. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to get worried that I'm not going to be able to find more of these because like I found a couple collections and they all stop like in the like the mid mid to upper teens right. and I can't find anything from season two and like even the shit that I can find online it appears that what I, this deal that I got yeah. is pretty insane because these tapes are fucking and they, rare they're only getting hotter they dude. are hard to track they're down well hotter. because of us you know you, you reap right. what you fucking sow they're right Right. Right, right. Um, so yeah there you go now the 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 big advantage of this, of the tapes, of owning the physical media, other than obviously just having them, which, you know, right. is uh, now I'm starting to see the downsides because I don't think I'm ever going to be able to actually sit down and watch the whole series on tape.
1: Dude, and like 48 tapes? Yeah. I mean, listen, as somebody that collects shit,
0: yeah. that's a lot of shit. That's a lot of tape, And I do have a few, like, full series. Like, I got, like, they only did The Sopranos through, like, ser- like season four or five. On VHS? I, and yeah, and I got all of those. How many tapes is that? It's like, uh, and these are fu- and the Sopranos are fucking long episodes, right? And right. I think each season is like four or five tapes. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? But then, yeah, so that's not bad. But then I got Highlander. I got like the first four seasons, maybe five seasons of Highlander, and each one of those seasons is like 10 to 12 tapes. So I probably got 48 Highlander tapes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, those things take up, is somebody that has
1: like records out the ass. Yeah, v- VHS tapes don't uh, don't store in, in, in. I don't think they store as well as a record.
0: No, they're they're very unwieldy. What are you gonna do with them? Yeah, it's I, like books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have them. I have them stored pretty well, but like you have to basically be prepared to either put them shits away or like have a very specialized. Storage stock yeah. area to, to access them, you know. I, I got mean? rid of a bunch of my VHS tapes when I moved out of the house. I sold my collection uh, like probably six years ago, and I regret it so I, I, much. I do regret it too. Yeah, because <laughs> like I, I, I had, had crazy like stuff. I had like old anime that and stuff. I, I did too, man. I had like Akira and, and I, Perfect Blue and fucking. Uh, yeah. I
1: think I kept some of it.
0: Yeah, but
1: I don't have a uh, I don't have a tape player. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a VCR. Right, so I just have them sure you know but i mean I, I probably still have squirreled away maybe like 40 vhs's total yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. but like to think about collecting an entire like 48
0: series 48 episode it's, it's probably more than that actually yeah i think it's like i think it's like 50 50 50 something thor yeah yeah like 50 yeah 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 something
1: like that so but having like that many tapes for the show is just something,
0: especially because it started as a fucking joke. Yeah, 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 no doubt. <laughs> um, but I was going to say the big advantage of owning those is that for the first eight episodes, there are accompanying, uh, uh, there are, is an accompanying special feature, yeah. which is Vincent reading his lost love letters to Catherine. Well, see, I thought that should just be the intro to tonight. Though. Sure, yeah. Well, it's like f- the letters are like five and a half minutes. Long. I don't think we can do it. <laughs> what do you mean are you gonna play the whole thing i don't think so no no i, I don't <laughs> it's think too we can. long man. i don't think it's we
1: can i mean it's awesome yeah it's just too punishing but all, it's, that's part of the I, listen
0: yeah. the punishment is part of the rise. sure right? yeah but it's like really it's t- it's five and a half minutes per it's letter. how
1: you it's how you find out who the real ones are that's true yeah you right? separate the wheat from the chaff right i mean listen listen i'm all for a little punishment yeah i'm all for a little you know S&M when it comes to, like, you know, mental attrition and sure. so forth, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. Um, my concern is, with the rising popularity of this show and somebody paying attention to it, Yeah. we do not want to draw their gaze for good or bad to anything that we do.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Um, I will say I checked some out. There's a YouTube playlist. And the really interesting thing about these letters is that they don't appear on the show. And what they actually began their life as was a 1991 limited call-in service for fans of the show. Where you would call in, and I don't know if it was a paid service or not. It may have and been. And Vincent would read you love letters. You would letters. call in, and Vincent would read, and each week, to accompany oh these episodes, God. you would call in, and Vincent would read you his lost love letters to Middle-aged
1: women are fucking crazy yes. in the late 80s. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, for They're sure. They're fucking crazy. Yeah,
0: no doubt, dude. So... You would you call <laughs> oh, in we and get do that. yeah do a call in service <laughs> yeah for sure because you could just set up I mean we just set yeah. up like a Google number right you know what I mean right just call in and we'll reach read you some read you some salacious shit yeah I mean the, you know famously like uh, like they might be giants had like dial a song yeah where you like dialed in and like each week there was a new song that yeah 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 but whatever. this is some uh, this, this is yeah. this is some next level this shit. this is some next level shit I wish it still existed yeah me too dude so I wish so badly I could call that number and hear Maybe fucking on Oh, it's yeah, it's just that phone hasn't rung in <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, it w- it's like the, the the underused Nintendo hotline that didn't actually like the tip hotline. Do you it, know? Do you know the number? Uh, no, I'll have to find it. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I could track it down online. I, do, I would just need to find some promotional material. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's pretty remarkable. It's pretty remarkable. <laughs> that is some I, shit. I also found out that the tape that I got and the, uh, the upcoming LP version of it that I'm about to acquire sometime this week, um, the poetry that Vincent reads on the right. LP is actually not poetry that is featured in the show. I mean, it's somewhat, but it's, like, half of it is, like, songs from the show, and half of it is him reading, like, fucking, like... Uh, like Robert Frost. Yeah, right, like right, right. Shakespeare right. sonnets. Right, right. Shit. Like in right. the last episode
1: that I watched last night. Yeah, like Catherine scores like a first edition of some like Tennyson. Right, right, right. Collection. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah so,
0: so it's him reading that kind of stuff. Right, and like fucking. Uh, Rainer Maria and stuff like that. Right, you know what I mean, so, right, right, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's just good shit, man. I'm pretty excited. So there you go. There's your there's your weekly Beauty and the Beast update.
1: Well, the other update is I started watching the YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Um, again, you know, it's like I didn't subscribe. Sure. Yeah. Just watching. Right. Right. They speed it up by they speed each episode up by like three minutes. Yeah. So there's. A little bit, a bit of like pitch shifting in, in the voices, right? It's really only evident, especially with Vincent. Sure, um, he's a, he's. It a, uh, he just sounds a little more, uh, just barely post pupescent right? Instead of the gruff, breathy growl that he has. I need that though. You
0: know what I mean? I can't. It's I, it's, it's it, part it, of the show. It
1: doesn't really present itself too much. Though. I mean, it's it's three minutes. So if 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 that bugs you, whatever. But otherwise, everything's all good. Sure. It's not even monetized. They don't even run ads during it. Yeah, well, they can't because it's illegal to have them up. Yeah, <laughs> so it just fucking, you know, it just, <laughs> it just plays right through.
0: It's crazy, though, that still, like, there's still that level of dedication from the fan base yeah. that somebody uploaded the entire fucking series to YouTube because as somebody who occasionally uploads things to YouTube, live shows, stuff yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit that's considerably under 48 minutes long. Right. It takes fucking hours to upload a video. Right. Hours. It's not like a simple thing. And you got to check boxes and stuff and you have to title everything. Like, right, 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 it's right. It's a fucking process. It's not like you can just automate it and then leave and then right. it's all done. Right. You have to fucking do it. It's a labor of love.
1: I like how we talk about the fan base that is devoted to doing this. Yeah. As though that doesn't include us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We're we're still identifying them as the other. but yeah. We're we're just among them now. Right. 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 Yeah, right. Yeah. We're yeah. we're uh, we're tunnel dwellers now. Right. We are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look, I I I gotta tell you right now. Yeah. If Tunnel Con happened within a three hour drive. Of. Co- not we're fucking there. No right? question. We're dude. fucking there. Maybe we should
0: throw a Tunnel Con. So I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I've been thinking about it because we already yeah. were, we were already talking about doing fanfic, right? Because we had a really good fucking fanfic idea right. that you kind of came up with, yeah. And we kind of we started fleshing out some of the some of the world building in, right? It. And. I know, speaking for myself at least, I have a sincere desire to actually write it.
1: Well, let's do it. Yeah. Let's actually commit. Yeah. And let's work together and write some fanfic for this. And uh, let's see if we can actually follow through with something to the end. Okay. All right. Okay. It might take
0: a little while. (laughs) It might take a little while. That's fine. Listen, I got to stop playing Baldur's Gate before we do anything. Yeah, of course, which is not. That's not looking good because you can easily put 120 hours into that game. (laughs) Like, really easily.
1: I literally forgot to do almost
0: everything, (laughs) include my feed myself yesterday and today. Yeah, dude. uh, If I start playing RDR 2, I'm like... I'll, it, it'll be like, I won't realize it, but it's like six o'clock and I'm like, oh, my stomach hurts. I got a headache. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what's going on? going on? And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's six. I haven't had any water I know, or food I today.
1: Like, I, got, I got home and it was just like, hey, uh, did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. Did you do this? <laughs> no. I'm sorry, I didn't do any of those <laughs> things. Yeah. I didn't do any of those fucking things. <laughs> I saved a fucking druid. Sure. I fucking killed a whole fucking shitload of goblins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I explored the the tempting allure of uh devilry. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I sure as shit didn't f- take care of the animals <laughs> or myself right. for yeah, or yeah. anything. Yeah, sure. So but listen, let's follow through with the fanfic. Okay. And then let's uh oh, man, a Tunnel Con would be sick, wouldn't it? It would be amazing, man. Right? It would be amazing. We have to get sh- so we have to have some bands. Of course dude right yes of course yeah you'd have to do it up proper do it up proper get yeah. some bands for a tunnel con some merch of course right of course i got ideas for beauty and the beast shirts i got a good one right up in my fucking okay. noggin right. i'm talking like completely copying yeah um th- like completely copying like uh, fucking, uh what is it, pettibone Oh, artwork? sure,
0: sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be fucking sick, dude. Right. Dude, Pettibone style fucking Beauty and the Beast yeah. shit would be crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I'm thinking about it, so I just have to look at some artwork for
1: a reference. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what we get. Sick. And, uh, yeah, man. We should we should fall through. With that. I w- I agree entirely. Right. I agree. Entirely. I write
0: fanfic all the time in your head. Yeah. In my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> but sure, I never yeah. committed to paper. I know, man. And I've been like trying to push myself to fucking write this year. I've been uh-huh. trying to push myself to write for the last decade. Yeah. And I'll go through spurts where I'll do it, and then mm-hmm. I all inevitably fall off of it because yeah. it is it is also a labor of love. But uh, holy shit! What?
1: Oh, never mind. I'm looking at those Beauty and the Beast records on Discogs. Yeah. Dude, there's one coming out of fucking Belgium. Uh-huh. It's five euros. Yeah. Shipping is 50 euros. Oh, no, no,
0: no, no. no Suck no. it. Yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck that. And I, I was telling you earlier that, like, I, you can see, or I, I can see how a weaker minded man might begi- begin to believe in things like, uh, I don't know, fate or right. whatever, manifestation. Because right. what it really is, is that. The same way that once you get a car, you notice the car everywhere. The car was always there, but now your brain is selecting for it. In the same way, I'm sure I've been surrounded by Beauty and the Beast stuff stuff my entire life, paraphernalia my entire life. I didn't realize it because I wasn't looking for it. But now that not only am I actively seeking it out, but people know that I'm actively seeking it out. People are like, hey, I found this tape. Hey, I found this LP. Because in Goshen, just like an hour and a half away from here, The day that I got my VHS tapes, this guy that I know that I barely, I mean, I know him from back in the day. He used to come around and see my shows, but like, we don't really stay in touch. He was like, man, I just walked to the record store that I worked at and look what is here. It just came in today. And it's the LP copy of the tape that TJ just sent me a couple weeks ago. So it's like, holy fuck, dude, what are the odds? The day that I get my VHS tape, this fucking guy that I happen to know that lives in a town an hour and a half away from me, walks into his record store and this LP is just sitting there. As if, as if God himself bestowed it upon me. So what are we going to do with this fucking Beauty and the Beast poetry link you sent me? Are we going to watch it? Or are we going to sprinkle it in? Uh, you know, I'm, I'll maybe sprinkle in a sample here and there for somebody. I don't know. Okay. I, I more than anything, I just wanted you to have it. Okay. You know, I think it's a lo- it's a it's a long listen, but I'll drop a link to it in the yeah. I'll, I'll drop a link to it in the show notes so you can listen to uh, Vincent's lost love letters to Catherine right. if you're interested. And if you'd like to play Tunnel Con, just let us know. If you just let us know, yeah, for sure. Just don't suck. Or maybe do <laughs> it doesn't actually matter. maybe do or it yeah, doesn't fucking that's matter that's true it, Any, doesn't, anybody, it doesn't this is an open matter. call anybody can play anybody, Tunnel anybody con.
1: can play Tunnel
0: Con <laughs> yeah, yeah including
1: yeah. the Grimskin yes bro, of course including the Grimskin A- anybody me? can play Dun- Tunnel I have
0: con. you know in the back of my heart man I really do hope like the grim skin still, like, tunes it. I hope he's out there. Yeah. I hope he's out there writing
1: riffs, inst- you know. Yeah, 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 for Man, sure. Man,
0: just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. keep
1: your, lo- your, your nut job bullshit to yourself, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, you got anything else, or should we get into it? Oh, we went long enough. I got
1: some other things, but... um. You know, related to, to, to sober January. <laughs> sure, yeah, right? yeah, 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 dry January. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. It's fucking stupid-ass it, internet phenomenon. It is stupid. You yeah. know what else is stupid? Mm. They were talking to, like, some dude on NPR yeah. about, like, songs for sober January and stuff. Yes. And it was, like, all these songs of, like, artists who have overcome addiction and, like, come through the other side unscathed and are heralded because of this. Sure. Well, not unscathed. Obviously, well, yeah. Elliot Smith stabbed himself in the heart. Twice. Elliot Smith is dead. <laughs> Amy dead. Winehouse is dead. <laughs> yeah, Lots of yeah, them are yeah, dead, for sure, right? Yeah. They've, 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 some of them is,
0: are as scathed as you can get. Right,
1: right. Family and loved ones are just racked with anguish. Sure, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've definitely ruined the lives of thousands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thousands. Thousands. Yeah, you okay. think about how many, like the web. How, how many? Of yeah. End. And sure. not only that, but like how many artists, quote unquote. Sure. Yeah. Go down that path. Right.
0: They all got family. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're talking about, oh, collectively. Yeah. Thousands. Thousands. thousands, The
1: untold horror that has been fucking wreaked on, you know, thousands of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Because of their uh, insatiable appetites. Sure. Right. But then they come through and they write some song, right? Like, hey, he did it on the you know, blah blah blah, you know, whatever. That's right. how the song goes. <laughs> hey, did it <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And they get heralded, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. But they, no one ever sings the praises of people that never fucking. I was gonna did say the, the guy that never praise. started. The guy that never fucking started, <laughs> yeah, never sure. gets any fucking credit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like instead you can look at it like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
0: what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, hey man, guess what? I never even started doing heroin. I never did it. Not one single person's (laughs) life was ruined because of my bad decision. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I never tried heroin one time and I get nothing for it. Right.
1: I never hurt anybody. I never fucking smacked anybody with my car. I never stole from anybody. Yeah. Oh, well, you fucking asshole, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to fuck up? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a really good point, man. Right? Why don't we get what's coming to <laughs> nah, us, huh? Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's all I want. That's right. all I was thinking. <laughs> okay, that's a good You know, point. they're talking about it in NPR, and, you know, it's like, you're yeah, it up your fucking ass. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wow, it took you that fucking long to figure out what I figured out when I was 17 years old? <laughs> right? yeah. No doubt,
0: dude. That's a really what are you good point. fucking stupid. It's very compelling. I hadn't thought about it from that angle before, but now I'm feeling real bitter that no one has ever given me my due accolades. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I never even got addicted to heroin. Fuck these guys.
1: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol yeah. never crossed these lips. <laughs> Only once when I was 17 and never again. Yeah. Because I was wise enough to see what the fuck it did.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay.
1: Look at this guy, a paragon of society. Fuck him. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right sure. he's a fucking weirdo <laughs> why don't you want to fucking get drunk you piece <laughs> of shit
0: Yeah, man. Really really good points.
1: Meanwhile, you got like Bing Crosby beating the shit out of his fucking kids because he's fucking drunk all the time. Yeah. You got Steven Tyler spreading AIDS or whatever the fuck it is (laughs) he has all over the fucking place. Yeah. Right? You got all
0: this fucking bullshit. I like that. I like that potentially libelous claim. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Tyler spreading spreading AIDS. Right.
1: But then sometime like like we were saying last week with Middle Edge, Yeah, like sometime in there like, 50s slash 60s, they have like an epiphany, whether right. it's through God or whatever. And it's like, oh, look at this redemption arc for this fucking person. Sure, yeah. Fuck you.
0: No doubt. Fuck all those people, man. Fuck everyone. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Let's talk about some music. Okay, so uh, first up tonight, we have got Airsoft with Gambling. Um, this was sent in by Randy from MS Paint. Randy says that this is his favorite new Hattiesburg band. And maybe his favorite Hattiesburg band ever. Okay, which is high praise. He said it's some young folks. He's really psyched on it. He wanted to send it our way, so I hope we land on it. Just because I want to hear more shit out of Hattiesburg, and I uh, I appreciate Randy's recommendations. Uh, Then we have got Reeking Nightshade with Beneath the Oppressive Grandeur of the Burning Heavens. This was sent in by Clifford. Um, This is out on Moon Worshipper Records, which is one of the guys from Bibb's label that mostly focuses on black metal and, like, ambient electronic stuff. Uh, Then we have got Laser Bullet with Spirit Sucks Shit. This is, I believe this tape just dropped on Convulse, like, a week ago. This was sent in to us by our buddy Micah, who said he kind of has a hard time uh thinking of bands to immediately compare this to but if he had to pick something he would say some of that like late 2000s early 2010s like new nu- york kind of stuff mm-hmm. so maybe you know dawn of humans mystic inane that sure. kind of shit. uh then we've got rat, rat cage which ha- they have to change their name uh 504 slash no more yeah. this was sent in by joey who seems? On. Well, okay, so it seems that these people, he says he thinks they may be 12 years old. I think they're probably a little bit older than that, but they appear to be teenagers, like young teenagers, like middle to early high school singing about their teachers being pedophiles. Okay. So they probably just don't know that Rat Cage exists. But if you guys hear this episode, you have to change your name. There is a very notable, very good current hardcore punk project called Rat Cage. Then we have got torture with uh, enduring freedom, (laughs) 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 loving the artwork. The artwork is good. Uh, This was sent in by Sutton, who said that it's uh, some like gore shit out of Chicago that is for bonafide fat people and he does not mean guys that think that they can mosh good but like real deal fat gore grind freaks so if we land on it i guess we'll see then we have got geno geist with technophobia this was sent in by our good buddy adam walker said that uh the pacific northwest is experiencing a bit of a renaissance of like sick crust shit uh we played kazmer on the show which is from that area and we liked that stuff he said this is more of the same then we have got, uh, well, technically it's a compilation, but we were directed to listen to specifically the Burning Lord songs on the Scheme Until It's Your Reality comp, which came out in March of last year. This was sent our way by Caius. Um, he says that uh, he believes that Burning Lord is the best band out of Boston right now. I really fucking like Burning Lord. This comp is awesome. I really like what Scheme is doing in general. They put out, um, like, the stuff they put out is kind of right in my wheelhouse. Uh, then we have got Click with Communique. This was sent in by Alistair, who said it is like mid-tempo rolling metalcore shit that kind of reminds him of something like Will Haven. Uh and they are out of California. Then we have got American Muscle with their demo. This was sent in by Vinny, who says uh, he thinks it's the best new band out of Detroit. And then last up, we have the with their self-titled debut release. This is a band of young kids out of Bloomington, Indiana. It was sent in by Milo, who plays in the band. Um, I know a couple members of this band are still in high school. A couple are maybe first year college or like right out of high school. Um, he says that uh, he knows we norm- normally don't go for like heavier beatdown shit, but he wanted to send it uh, our way anyway and see what we think of it. So uh, let's roll the dice, see what's up first. Nine. Nine is American Muscle with their demo. I don't know anything about this. I just know that Vinny thinks it's the best new band out of Detroit. I think he said it's just the best band in Detroit right now, which is a bold claim. That is a bold claim. Um, there is a, they they actually have a song called best band in Detroit. Um, I think he also suggested that we, uh, I don't know if he suggested that we listen to that song specifically, but it is longer than the 49 cent. Don't tussle with the intro. muscles in intro song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's, uh, let's listen to that. So we're going to listen to Best Band in Detroit by American Muscle for their demo. Best Band in Detroit by American Muscle off of their demo. How'd that strike you? Uh,
1: yeah, sure. Sure. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like stuff like this just fine. Yeah. The first show I ever saw in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. You've talked about this show before, I the think. Lo- a local band called Cornfed Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've mentioned them before. Right. Sure, yeah. It's two people. Yeah. Right. Drummer and a guitar player. Yeah. Not too much unlike this. Right. I guess uh more uh, Americana and, like, blues. Right but literally as much effort. They showed up in a pickup truck. The drums were just thrown into a trash can Mm -hmm. in the back of the truck. And then when they were done, they just put all the drums back in the trash can and literally threw it in the back of
0: the truck. There was a band early on in my show-going career, which probably would have been around the same time that you turned up in Fort Wayne, maybe a little bit afterwards, but like early shows that I went to, 2002, 2003, like right when I first started going to shows. And there was a punk band locally called Bottom Dollar. Mm. And it was... Same deal. Like the lowest possible effort. A total deconstruction of punk in a way that rivals some of the least accessible GG Allen material. Maybe, sure. Right. And this is right there with that. This is
1: right there. This, this reminded me of like, uh, I mean, Fang, obviously, sure. but Fang, you know, puts a little more to it. Sure. Yes. But I guess in sort of the tone. Yeah. And the
0: lyrical quality. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's fun. It, Strikes a particular chord with me because I did come up on just like gutter punk nonsense shit. And I do like uh, Gigi Allen and I do like Fang and I do like low effort, sort of intentionally deconstructive takes on punk. But it's also made to be ephemeral and to kind of wash over you. Yeah, this can't hang around that long. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is made to just enter the world for a brief moment and then disappear back into the ether. Yeah. And when I'm hearing it, I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Like, I fuck with this. I see a band like this on a show and they're being intentionally provocative and, like, intentionally bringing down the energy in the room. See, that's That's a fun time. That's the thing. That's what this
1: band has to do when they play live, is intentionally ruin things. Exactly. You
0: can't can't come in and actually try to entertain. Exactly. If you come in with this and you're doing a little shtick and you're trying to be cool or fun or unthreatening, then this loses me. But if you come in to a spot where you know the people there might try to beat you up for doing what you're about to do and you just go through with it. And you just do it. Then then this becomes something that sticks with me. Otherwise it just, it's in and out. Right. Right, right, right. Because you can't, like, like,
1: you can't even like wanna hang out at the show. Exactly, man. Exactly. Right. You you just don't want to be part of you it. You can't just, be integrated. You're just there to
0: mock everything, bring exactly. everything fucking down.
1: Yes. Ruin everything. Yeah. If and then gonna, leave. If
0: you're gonna do this sort of thing, you can't be like men on the scene and yeah. about town. You gotta come you gotta come correct with a real a real provocative energy that might get you hurt. I wanted to start a band similar to this. Yeah.
1: Uh, years ago. Yeah. With some friends called Bunk Bunkbed well we've talked about bunk bed, not on the show but yes. right. yeah right yeah, yeah go get a like a cheap bunk bed a wooden bunk bed yeah and the whole thing was that like two of the members in the band would assemble a bunk bed on you know like especially the bar like a basement yeah. it wouldn't work right? right 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 assemble the bunk bed yeah right and then surreptitiously as best you can mm-hmm. bolt it to the floor bolt it to the stage right Right, and use something that you know they don't have, like, on hand, right, like a Phillips or a flathead. Use, like, a star bit. Yeah, star bit, yeah. Star bit, yeah. Or something like yeah. that. So you can't get the fucking bunk
0: bed out of them. Right, way. exactly. Right. And now that bunk bed is there, and you guys it's are It's there for the rest of the night, and we just fucking You leave. guys are long gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one of the best ideas. I want to do it so fucking bad. That's 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 what this is coming for. But from. This is, I need this to have, like, a clock cleaner style energy, because, like, clock cleaner, notoriously, years ago, I mean, they recorded this, too... But what they played with Negative Approach many years ago, like I think pretty soon after Negative Approach reunited. And they opened for them, and they did in like 12-minute long cover of Ready to Fight. It, yeah. Which is so fucking cool. Yeah. And it's like bumming everyone out, probably making people actively want to hurt sure. you. Sure. That's what I need. That's this what kind you, of that's stuff what you need in. from this. It's I don't want this to be cute. Rain stuff. on everybody's parade. For don't sure. hang out. Yeah. Don't, don't be a part of it. Exactly, right, yes, whatever, whatever, yeah, I'll forget about it next week, yeah, uh, but as i 'm listening to it, sure it's just fine, um, all right, what 's next? Nine again, okay, nine is desensitized with their self titled debut release, now, Milo directed me, so i 've already listened to this because the Bloomington kids were posting about it, and shit i 'm not going to speak about it before we listen to it because i don't want to I don't want to front load this. Milo directed us to listen to the intro into the first song, which is like four minutes of music. And then said, "Yo, f- the
1: intro is two minutes. And OK, 25 so, that's, seconds. so that's
0: what I was just about to say. And then he was like, well, and if you don't want to do that, then just the intro will do. But like, no, it won't because it is a two and a half minute long instrumental intro. It's probably the longest instrumental intro since fucking intro bust by Warzone in 1987. Yeah. Um, so no, we will not be listening to just the instrumental intro. We're going to listen to just the first song on this because I think it gives you a pretty good idea of what the band is about. So we're going to listen to 1974 by Desensitize off their self titled release that just dropped uh, on January 5th. Amen. So that was 1974 by Desensitize Off their self-titled release that just dropped early this month. So, one thing that I'll say that I like about this is like doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre inspired lyrics and just leaning into like a mindless gore angle with this is fun. You know what I mean? That in and of itself kind of feels like a a throwback to a.
1: Is every song like horror movie related?
0: Uh, I. Maybe I don't know. They all seem to be things like, you know, I hope you kill yourself. I I hope hope you can make suicide. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, uh, urge to mutilate, life-altering brain injury. You know what I mean? Okay, I like that they're coming hard with that. Yeah, I would agree, for sure. Now, musically, I would say this song is probably the least jump the fuck up on the record. Like, there are other parts on this album that feel fully, like, Corn parts, mm. and I don't know if that that is intentional because these are high school age kids. So it could go one one of two ways. One, they're looking back on stuff they weren't there for, and they don't have the cultural context to know how fucking shitty it was. So they hear corn and they're like, "Damn, this is fucking sick." Or they're just being influenced by bands a little bit older than them that think corn is fucking sick. I mean there's obvious influence from like newer heavier jump right. the fuck up stuff like jesus piece in this well the other thing too is like these guys are rife with irony Yeah, yeah yeah for sure so that's you know that could be part of it too no doubt and like the other thing is that despite the fact that as milo surmised before even sending this in yeah this isn't our thing I'm always happy to see high school kids, like, playing music. That's always fucking cool, like, regardless of what they're— well, not regardless, but <laughs> if they're playing something in the broad sort of spectrum of, like, punk, metal, hardcore, that's fucking cool, right? Um, so I'm not going to hate on you too hard for that. You're very young. You'll work out your tastes as you go. And ultimately, this stuff is played pretty well. There are some pretty twizzy fucking riffs on this, and they execute it pretty well, like, not on this song specifically, but on some other songs in the on the record— So they're playing well together, certainly better than anything I was doing in high school for the most part. And there are moments of this that are good, like of this record that are good. There are moments of this that straight up sound like dystopia, who can get very jump the fuck up, but it's a really thin line. And it's a band that managed to pull something off because they were a generational act that was truly, truly, head and shoulders above so many bands they were playing with and almost every band that they influence. So there are little touches, there are little drops here and there in this that I like straight up. And then there's a lot of it, 75% of it that misses me entirely and reminds me of a style of music that I don't connect with on any level. So,
1: yeah, you know, this gets a pass only because of the demographic, the age demographic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot, fucking
0: lot, a lot, fucking, a lot, st-
1: a lot, a much stronger opinion if it's grown ass men playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, this is the sort of thing where, yeah, I don't give a fuck about this music. We like, sure. I do like the fact that it comes in hard. Right. With, you know, the fucking negativity. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. Of course. Um, You know, but like also, I don't give a fuck about the music. Right. This is great, though, because this gives me a spectacle to look at for a couple of songs. For sure. Yeah. At a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah like all right cool kids are fucking getting it right right it's a gateway drug for some kids hopefully sure
0: and then i'm gonna go fuck off and hang out outside exactly exactly yeah for sure so no hate to this milo you knew this wasn't for us but i'm glad that you guys are doing this regardless you know uh it's not it's not my place to judge the tastes and artistic output of a 16 year old um all right what's next now Twenty-six-year-old, yes, <sighs> yes, absolutely, right. Couple, you, you better get your shit <laughs> sorted by the time you're twenty-six. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. You got a few years to get get shit together, but <laughs> yeah, for sure, don't push it. Two, all right. Two is reeking nightshade with beneath the oppressive grandeur of the burning heavens. So this is uh, this was just described as like ripping black metal with uh, ambient interludes. Uh, we were. Recommended the song Nocturnal Carnage. So we're going to listen to Nocturnal Carnage, parenthetical, beneath an autumn moon by, yeah, they're long. They're long. They're very long. These are long songs. Strap in. Uh, So uh, we're going to listen to Nocturnal Carnage, beneath an autumn moon by Reeking Nightshade off of Beneath the Oppressive Grandeur of the Burning Heavens. Eternal Carnage Parenthetical Beneath an autumn moon By wreaking nightshade Off of beneath The oppressive grandeur Of the burning heavens What a mouthful Yeah Alright how'd you like that So
1: this stuff has like A push pull with me Yeah Um Cause I by and large I'm not a fan Of drony Quote unquote Atmospheric Black metal Sure I just It has to strike me At the right time Yeah In the right mood This kind of did Sure. I kind of started to appreciate this as it went on. Now I'm going to be straight up. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, yeah, probably not.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yes.
1: I. I just want to. I, I. You know. I. I want faster, nastier, gnarlier. Sure. You yeah, know. This course. was gnarly as fuck. Yeah. Um, I think that this accomplishes exactly what it set out to do. Yes. What exactly what black metal sort of set out to do in the you know in the, when it. In the second wave Right yeah Right which was to be As unapproachable As unenjoyable as possible Yeah for sure You know what I mean
0: Yeah this is a tough listen Yeah
1: like no Nobody that likes this stuff likes it because it's like got the riffs and it's got the fucking hooks right yeah, they yeah. like it because it's impossible to like sure yeah right yeah and that's how i feel about
0: this and it sets a mood you it know sets I mean? a
1: mood right and yeah. that that's what this was sitting with me was just kind of like yeah this sets a mood this definitely is a filter sure you know what i mean yeah it, this is about as unapproachable as it fucking gets right um and uh i can appreciate that and it takes Maybe it's because it's fucking one degree out right now. Mm. I don't know, but it takes a certain certain set of conditions for this for me to like. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, I agree. Driving in a car? Fuck no. No, absolutely not. Right? No. Spacing out and doing some some. This is the same way that like sometimes like you know, some like noise will hit. Them, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, when yeah. I just get something to do, put yeah. it on in the background, set a mood and just fucking go.
0: I would put this on like at the record store, if it's really dead and I'm just chilling in there reading a book, you know what I mean? This is like good background noise to just set a general mood. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to remember this. Yeah. When it's I, I appreciate like you. I be- I don't need to reiterate what was said. I agree with you on every single point you made.
1: Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it it's, it, it's got to hit me the right way. Yeah. It seems that the main driver behind this is a fellow that goes by a lot of different names. Okay. And on this, it is uh, Infernal Commander Lord Worm. Okay. Right? Um, or Will Mecca is another one. All right. Straight Edge War Commando with a K. Okay. Um, seems to be pretty prolific, sure. actually, quite a few things. Yeah. Uh, Reeking Nightshade. He's in uh, Infernal Legions of Mortar. Okay. Um, he's in some other things, too. Infernal Lesions of Mortar I can appreciate because there's a bit more tongue-in-cheek. Sure. Um, Hotgirlswithswords.com. Okay. Dude runs a a label called Foul Orc Piss Tapes. Okay. And that was a cassette single that's on there. Uh, The the, the artwork looks uh, pretty sick. All right. It is. Here it is. Yeah, that's sick. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking with that. Uh, He's also got... A fucking uh, single on a floppy disk. So here now we're getting to the root of it. Yeah. Now again. Yeah. It's to be as inconvenient as possible. Of course. Right? Sure. Yeah. Now we get to the root of it. Right. This is some. This is like, not quite as high minded as RS Apothecary. Right. But in the same realm, right? Right. Sure. Sure. With sure. with uh, foul or piss tapes. Yeah. So infernal lesions of mortar releases a signal. That single. That guy from anal cut neither feared or respected that escalator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. My favorite is because that made me go back and look up the the um, uh, article uh-huh. about when uh, Josh Martin from anal cut died. Yeah. It says uh, according to police report the local CBS affiliate CBS affiliate WPRI, Martin was. Clowning around and riding the rail of the escalator before he
0: fell and suffered a fatal head injury. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a way for a guy from cunt I know, go, man. I know.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I can appreciate. I appreciate the aesthetic. I appreciate where it's coming from. Yeah. Um. And then give me the right conditions. Sure. And I appreciate what I just heard. Yeah. Absolutely. Same. On nine out of ten days. Ha ha ha! Funny. Now let's listen to something good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Agree.
0: All right. What's next? 7. All right, 7 is Click with Communique. This is the one that Alistair sent us that he said reminded him of Willhaven, which is not a uh, no. That's not a comparison you hear. I honestly don't frequently. even remember what Willhaven sounds like. Um, so uh, let's see. Alistair suggested um Future Denied, Future Denied, the second song in here. So we're going to listen to Future Denied by Click off of Communique. <laughs> nothing, nothing.
1: It's Go! 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 It's Go! So I Go! 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 So Go! Go! you Go! 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 i go go but we're already here. go 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 Wood at the end of that song?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, the new, that was the new Henry Wood <laughs> yeah. solo material. So that was Future Denied by Click off of Communique, which is a five-song EP that appears to be a uh, follow-up that uh, just dropped in January to their March 2023 four-song EP. How'd that strike you? Uh, I, honestly, I, <laughs> I don't know if I have ever actually heard Will Haven. Will Haven's good. They're like, you know, they're on the... No- it's... They... There it's weird because they were on. Well, here, hold on. Yeah. Then
1: before you talk about that. Yeah. Uh, there are parts of this that I like.
0: Yeah. About
1: sixty percent of it, mm-hmm. I thought was pretty decent. I agree. Right. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, uh, maybe it was maybe last week or before we went we went uh, for a holiday break, mm-hmm. as it were. Yeah. We had a band on that like goes right up to the point where metalcore kind of jumps the shark. Oh, I,
0: th- it's the stuff I played on our, uh, it's that Shock Point The stuff. Shock Point yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, like that tiptoes right up to a line, and I'm yeah. not 100% sold on it. Sure. This is the same thing. Yeah. Like, I hear a lot of stuff in, like, the 90s hardcore in here that I like. Sure, yeah. I mean, in the dissonance and stuff, because I, I don't know what Wilhaven Will sounds like. I'm just going to say right up. I hear things like botch and stuff sure, in there. Sure, of course, yeah. Right, and that, that like, 97, yeah. 98 mm-hmm. sort of zone. Yeah, for sure also you know that that that's given some some call outs to things a few years prior sure i like that that's about that 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 was about the 60% that caught me right and then there's just this in, inscrutable sort of yeah flavor in there yep that uh, rubbed me the wrong
0: way for sure i mean i'm at the exact same spot with it now obviously i don't concur with you about the shock point stuff i fucking love that but this yeah this strikes me exactly like that so There's a new band from Indianapolis that um, I think is playing a fest that Colossal Man is playing in a couple weeks, and I checked it out because, same deal, it was described to me as for fans of mid-90s dissonant metalcore, and I felt the same way when I listened to that as I do when I listen to this, as I do when I listen to a lot of stuff that falls in this space where they're clearly aiming for this mid-90s, mid-tempo, dirgy, dissonant metalcore Mm -hmm. thing it is always like a 60, 70% hit rate yeah. with, as you described, these inscrutable elements because I can hear it now. Like I can hear Mike from First Seven Inch Club talking about, dude, Gray and Nate listened to this band on this last episode and they didn't like it that much, but I think it's fucking awesome. I think it sounds exactly like, you know, early fucking trust kill, blah, blah, blah. And there are people in, in your age bracket, in my age, a little bit older, say this, the general, uh, the 35 to 45 year old crowd, right? right, who will hear this and correctly identify influences like botch and shit like that and they will latch onto it and in their head, it's a one-to-one. But for guys like us who have some sort of, something always gets stuck in our fucking craw, right. there's something wrong with this. You know what it is? What? It's
1: our big discerning brain. That's, that's exactly what it is. It's our big discerning yeah, It's brains. my
0: highly developed prefrontal cortex. You know, and,
1: and like looking at, tr- you just mentioned trust kill, right?
0: Yeah. Like, yo, for me, uh uh-huh. jumps the shark real fast. Oh, they tr- fast. they they jump the yeah. Fair and trustkill jump the shark really fast. But <laughs> you you can you can sub in any number of like mid to late nineties metalcore yeah, 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 yeah You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. So there are those elements here that I like. You, I'm totally on board with, and I obviously hear the influence. But there's just this very hard to articulate modern sensibility that permeates through a lot of shit like this. That is most of the way there for me. That just makes it. Kind of impossible for me to really sink into. Yeah. Like, like I don't find it offensive by by any stretch, but there's just something about it that doesn't hit me the same way that Acme hits me, or doesn't hit me the same way that Chokehold hits me, or Turmoil, or Take Your Pick of, or Kiss It Goodbye, or it, whatever. It the could fuck, just be know?
1: because that's what I heard first, right? But Maybe, like, but, but I think it's something yeah, else. Yeah, like you know, the tempo on this, and, and like the parts of this that I do like, yeah. If every song is of that similar ilk, like, if there's not one jump the fuck up part on this whole fucking EP, Yeah. Kudos. Sure, agree. If agree. there's not one jump the fuck up part, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if they can stick, I, I don't know if they can avoid the, that that uh, that allure, though, for right? For sure. But, like, if they can keep sort of that, because this had a lot of mood. Yeah. And I feel like these songs, if this is a good indication of what the other ones are, they leave a lot of room for, like, I guess, a lot of room for, like, space and, like... There's a lot of room for space uh, and room and space for, like... I guess, like, uh, pulling it back in a little bit. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bloodlet? Right, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can keep that tempo, if you can keep the dissonance, and you remind me of of what I like about Kiss It Goodbye and Bloodlet and Botch... Sure. Fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Right? Agree. But there's just something in there, man. And, you know, I don't know. I'll probably listen to the rest of this because... It's not that long. Yeah. and I'll check it out. And it makes me now want to go back if this person is saying it's like Wilhaven, Yeah. I, I don't I don't I can't even remember that band.
0: Wilhaven is a band that slips through the cracks a lot because they were on Rev, which is like a strange mm, yeah. label for them. I mean, Kiss It Goodbye had a Rev side. Yeah, they did, inch, you know. So but it was it, and it was about the same time like 97. So. Yeah, yeah. So, but Rev was not the label that you went to looking for this kind right. of stuff. So, I think Will, Will Haven maybe slips through the cracks for some people mm-hmm. who are just going to Victory, Trustkill, Hydrahead, Ferret, wherever the fuck, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I think we've said all we can say about this, but I might check out the rest of this and see, see if it pulls me in a little bit more, you know, cause there are just some modern flourishes in here. Some modern sensibilities that kind of alienate. Yeah, me. Yeah. I know? mean, yeah, I like the tempo. I like the fact that there was a lot of room to sort of build mood. Sure. Yeah. You know, in it. Um, yeah. This might be a more successful effort, uh, you know, if consumed in its entirety. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, all right, what's next? Four. All right. Four is torture with enduring freedom. I was,
1: gloop. I was hoping to land on this because I want to. I want to just talk about the fact that gore grind bands just have, like, they just can't escape, like, you know, the most basic Photoshop and yeah, yeah, MS yeah. Paint skills. Well, I, at this point, which it's it's like part and parcel. It's, yeah, it's right? part of the thing. It's, it's right? part yeah. of it's part and parcel. But the artwork for this is
0: very bad. Yes, but also very good, right? For sure, and and they describe themselves as anti-war, full intensity extremities. That is their their self uh, self penned bio over on the uh, on the side. Just like no. the idea that like a gore band would have an take an active sort of political stance. Wait, wait. They describe themselves as anti-war, anti-war, full intensity extremities.
1: Okay. Why? Oh, never mind. Okay, okay. Yeah. In that. I'm thinking of extremities as in, like, you know, the extremities of my body. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, no. Yeah, the yeah, songs yeah. are extreme, I think is what they mean. But just the idea of, like, you know, I, having to assume, assume that this is some sort of, like, slammy, f- like, gore grind shit. Like, the idea of that having, like, a def- a well-defined political identity is Dude, so funny. I
1: can't even take it seriously because, like... You ne- you never know when the joke ends right, yeah, yeah, with ba- yeah. with with bands that, right? You know, the with bands that fall into this, especially with the art. Yeah, because like listen- like
0: look at some of the art of the like other of the other releases. Like I know it's like somebody being like tortured and like what is that in abu Ghraib or guantanamo or something right. it's like a uh, uh uh you know a prisoner covered in shit and uh-huh. then there's like the there's one where it's like a soldier with like a gunshot wound through his chest yeah he looks like he's dead yeah and like a bunch of like arabic writing on the side so it's like man that dude covered in shit's pretty built though i mean you gotta hand it to him well you gotta you gotta be ready to impress the virgins in heaven. You? I'm
1: just telling you, like that dude. That dude took care of himself before he got covered in shit. I'll tell you that much yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what all, that's what all that Taliban training does to you. Shit, I need to give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but here's the thing. Like, I, I don't know if I, like, I never know when I can take this shit seriously because, listen to the, uh, listen to the fucking first sentence of the write up. Uh-huh. On the 22nd year anniversary of the event that shocked the world and started a decades-long struggle where material objects outweigh human rights hey yeah yo that's not
0: decades long. no that's uh that's the whole history that's the of whole of human history yes. <laughs> yeah for sure and I, I hate to break it to you, but it's the whole of human future.
1: But 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 any anybody starting off with this part on the twenty second year anniversary of the event that shocked the world. Yeah, 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 for sure. You ain't serious, right?
0: Maybe, dude. Who knows? Who knows? So, um, let's just let's just jump into it, man. Uh, I don't really know where to start. Dude, but, these are some fucking dirges.
1: I'll tell you. that. I know
0: they got the first song queued up to play. Yeah, I don't know.
1: See, I I, I don't uh, the first three songs are three minutes or under right and then everything after that is like six minutes
0: yeah for sure um but i you know i don't know let's try agonized desperation okay because it's a few songs in at least Yeah. yeah sure so we're we're at least confident we're not getting an intro right um so we're gonna listen to agonized desperation by torture off of enduring freedom Okay, so we just heard agonized desperation by torture off of enduring freedom. As most of these things are, I've gleaned through reading that this is a solo project by one KK. Um, I noted when we were listening to this that the guttural into the slam, like the guttural intro into the slam is exactly like the title track off of Cephalotripsy's uterovaginal uterovaginal insertion of extirpated anomalies, which I know because I'm a basement dweller. And then if you go down to the four fans of area, uh, on the right up here, the second Artist that he notes as a, an influence of cephalotripsy. So that I was, I mean, that's, yeah, that was not an accident. Yeah. Abominable putridity, cephalotripsy, defeated sanity, devourment, discourse, dripping, epicardiectomy, all internal bleeding, all the stuff that you would expect, right? Right. Now, I'm going to say that this for fans of write up that he did seems earnest. So this is either a really deep joke or this guy is capital A autistic.
1: I believe in progression in the future with all of my heart.
0: Yeah. And even more so being a part of it. My aim for this release musically is to pay tribute to the works of artists that I've loved so much since experiencing them for the first time and that have also connected to my soul in such an indescribable way to reiterate that fact. In doing this, I wanted to also put my own spin on things and hopefully inspire others to do the same and keep on progressing into the future. Thank you so much for listening to Torture. By listening, you are making my life complete. This is not the end of Torture, only, only the end of the quadriptych. Okay, so I think that this guy is just like capital A autistic. <laughs> Either, <laughs> Either like,
1: that, or this is this is a very, or it's a deep. This joke. is a very deep personal joke.
0: And, and listen to to construct music that sounds so spot on. I have no doubt that this guy is for sure a fan of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And listen, man, I I knew <laughs> right from memory. Oh, that's a cephalotripsy song. So. I'm there with him. I true. Yeah. I, I too have my own issues that yeah. lead me to actually enjoy this kind of music on some level while still realizing that it's funny. And maybe this guy is in that same space and he's elevating the joke to a whole new meta level where it is truly impenetrable. It's impossible to discern where the joke and ends and, and true tribute to things that he enjoys Listen. begins. It's hard to, to, to dissect.
1: Here's another reason why I think that this is... Uh a deep, deep joke. Okay, um, one of the tags at the bottom is "Human Rights Corps."
0: <laughs> but but here's, but
1: here's the thing. Yeah, this is a self. I, the, there's not a single other band classified as Human Rights
0: Corps. The thing is, man, like you, you stick around in subculture for long enough, you run into some fringe type of guys, you run into some weird guys, and you run into guys who have. A lack of self-awareness that shocks, right? You have guys that recite their the, their own lyrics from their songs at you, unprompted, and even yeah, after you've I attempted met, to I've met those dudes. after you've attempted to deter them from doing it right. in mixed company, yes. and they'll recite the lyrics <laughs> yes. to their song to you like a poem. I, right? I, I, we met people like that. I know, I know. I know a lot of people like that. I don't know, man. And that's the same guy who just might hashtag human rights core and really fucking mean it Maybe. so
1: i don't know I, this either way yeah i'm not listening to it i might yeah. i might <laughs> I, 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 I i don't might. appreciate that i don't appreciate this stuff I know. at any level I know other don't. than yeah pure irony i know you don't you I, know what I, I actually mean, like, like it the thing is like they, i don't even think they like it every um, time yeah, i've yeah, seen footage
0: yeah they like it
1: every everybody just likes it ironically like that that fucking epicardiectomy set yeah dude Amazing. It's just ironic.
0: Yeah, sure. The that, whole thing, yes. because the band doesn't even look like they enjoy it. <laughs> no, not
1: at all. <laughs> they're, they're just locked in at this right, point, yeah, right? yeah, it's
0: like, what, what can you do? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> now, I like this stuff. I mean, yes, of course there's irony in it, but, like, I, f- however I arrive there, however I interface with it on an intellectual level, I'll just say, at the simplest, most basic level, when it's on I have a good time. Right. I'm having a good time. I am enjoying it. Right. There are multiple levels on which I am interfacing with it and enjoying it, but I like it. I there's I can I can try to parse it in a million different yeah. ways,
1: but I like it. There's only one level that I, in which I enjoy enjoy it and it's a very insincere level. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: And, I, and that's a that, yo that's the that's the best place to fall with this, you know. I don't know why I like. it. It's a failing of mine that I like this type of shit. It is a failing of mine that I knew that was a cephalotrich. One of the tags rep, in here know. is
1: Fred Frithcore.
0: Uh, I don't know who Fred Frith is off the top of my head. But. <laughs> Do I, but it's all the torture releases <laughs> that show up. All right, interesting. Yeah. Whatever, man. Uh, this, But, yo, Sutton's description was right. This is not like... So there's a lot of bands right now that are trying to incorporate sort of like slam groove yeah, gore yeah, yeah, yeah. into like a more palatable approach. Right. Maybe meld it with like beatdown stuff. This is dyed-in-the-wool basement dweller gore shit. Yes. You know what I mean? And that about... I, I do appreciate that about this. This is not trying to be like... This is not trying to be hip or cool. This is not trying to appeal to like moshers. This is like... This is straight-up slam. Yeah. And I like that. Um, All right, what's next? All right. One. Alright, cool. I'm glad that we land on this. This was Randy's submission. We're going a little long on music stuff because we only, we don't have any messages. We have a, a few texts, but no voicemails. So, um, so this is Airsoft with Gambling. Uh, Randy from MS Paint says it's the the best new band out of Hattiesburg, maybe his favorite band ever out of Hattiesburg, which is High Praise. Um, he wanted us to listen to uh, to two songs, one right into the other. So, uh, we're going to listen to uh, Bridge Into Another Planet by Airsoft off of Gambling. <laughs> songs bridge into the song another planet by airsoft off of gambling i believe that this is their debut tape uh, because randy described them as a new band this dropped in may of the last year Mm. um to me this sounds so distinctly hattiesburg because Mm. it literally just sounds like whoever is in this band said yo pleather was so good what if, we, <laughs> what, if we what if we continued that idea? Try doing that again. Because there's precious little May, pleather maybe material. Maybe a little less sunny version a of it. A little less sunny for sure. And like, I will say, man, that pleather 7-inch wasting time and riot, the B-side riot, that that is such a lightning in a bottle 7-inch for me that it's one of those things where it's like, I will listen to that 7-inch over and over again for 30 straight minutes type of thing, you know, like it it really captured something in a way that I think very few recordings do. And this doesn't quite get there, but it very much is in the same lane. And I liked it. I thought it was really good. It was like lackadaisical, like slacker rock infused post-punk stuff. It was like shimmering and mid-tempo, but not sort of um, obsessed with like darkness or atmosphere or mood. It's just matter of fact. It's very matter of fact. It's very plaintive. Very minimal. Yeah. And I really liked that about it. Um, In that way, it reminded me of like the earlier Omni stuff um, or like the simpler, like sweeping promises material with obviously a far more matter of fact, just basic vocal delivery. But I liked everything about it pretty much. And I'll definitely listen to the rest of this. I thought it was really good.
1: I thought this was okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't. This is going to sound weird. Uh, I don't think I'd like to see this band live. That doesn't sound that weird. Because I, it, it, I just, I feel like this the mood that this band would instill uh,
0: would just put me in like a very awkward space in a basement. Totally, man. I mean, listen. I don't think it's weird because as we've talked about on this show, there are bands that I fully love. That I mean records I'm obsessed with that the idea of seeing the ba- band live couldn't appeal less to me. <laughs> this is, yeah, like like because this Because is what am I supposed to do?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just standing here. What do you want from And me? now I'm getting hyper self-aware
0: and I'm yeah, like, yeah, "What yeah. the fuck am I actually doing?" And I'm doing surrounded here? by people who are like yeah, swaying, swaying and, and, shit. Sort of, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck am I really doing here?" Again, it's just being spoiled by like uh, being fans, primarily fans of music where interactivity is like one of the key components. Right.
1: And now it's like there's no, this is not what you do
0: here. Right, right. This, sure.
1: this is this is akin to like, you know, Let's sit on the floor like a sure. fucking story time. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's much closer in vibe to that than it is to a hardcore show. And yeah, I mean, listen, I will go to, I mean, fuck, we did it. We went to a show in which the vibe was a lot closer to what the vibe would probably be like at this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some kids like dancing for some of the bands, but largely, right? Largely. And that's what we did. I mean, if it had been just you there by yourself or just me there by myself. I'd have left. I, I probably could not have stuck it out. I'd have probably left. Right, yeah. Or I just would have really, I would have stayed to myself the entire night, been strange, back in the corner, watched the bands, nope. not talked to I'd, anyone. To I'd, a fu-
1: I'd have fucking left.
0: Yeah, so, no, I feel you. I don't think it's weird to not want to see this live, Um, but I still think it's really good.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Sure, fair enough. It was okay. I just, you know, that's all I could think about was, um, number one, trying to sort out who was in this band. Sure. Um, which I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, the person that's, like, posing with the tapes and stuff like that uh, looks familiar from other projects maybe, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong about that. Okay. Um, but uh, and I, I think they, they're mm-hmm. the guitar player maybe in the background. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, yeah, this, this, was, this was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, it should appeal to me. Right. But, man, no way do I want to see this in
0: a basement. Yeah, that's fair. This is not
1: type of I want to I want to see this like wh- I want to see this while I'm like hiding behind bushes <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like spaghetti. Yeah. no one knows I'm there and I'm yeah. just hiding behind yeah, bushes sure. watching
0: right right and no
1: one sees because then if I get caught watching it's even weirder right, right? true yeah so no one sees me like up in the tree right yeah watching uh-huh. I mean I'm on like camo up in a tree <laughs> where I'm hiding behind bushes, right, right, and I got binoculars. That's how I
0: want to see this. I certainly don't want to actually interact with uh, this show. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, the minimal type of – the minimal interaction we attempted, that I attempted at the fucking show in question that we attended was like – Immediately met with just the most awkward. That's why you don't. That's why I, exactly. I was just like, I don't fucking talk to Exactly. I was just like, ah, never mind. Why, you that's know why I mean? don't fucking talk to anybody. <laughs> never right? fucking mind. That's why I don't fucking like talking to people. <laughs> yeah, sure. The whole fucking world is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not me, <laughs> it's not me, but the world. So yeah, no, this is this is not the sort of social scene that is uh, designed to accommodate men like us. But I thought the music was real good. I liked it a lot. I'll check out the rest of this. Um, uh, what? Uh, let's roll the dice one more time. Then we we'll read some text and get out of here. We got four left. Yeah, three. All right, three is uh, Gina Geist or Jenna Geist. Gina Geist, Gina Geist, right? (laughs) Gino Geist, Uh, Gene O Geist, right? A long lost actor from the seventies. Yeah, uh, Jenna Geist with Technophobia. This was sent to us by Adam, um, who uh, I believe suggested, did not suggest any particular song. And Technophobia, the title track is also the first song, so we're going to listen to Technophobia by Jenna Geist. All right, that was Technophobia off the release of the same ni- name by Jenna Geist out of Portland, Oregon, which is a fitting spot for this band to be from. Uh, from the look and the name right down to the sound, this is aiming successfully to recreate a very specific period and sound crust uh, stench core. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you, you obviously have, like, the amoebics influence on the more metal-tinged components of this and mm-hmm. then, like, just the straight-up blown-out D-beat aspect of it. The more, the lower guttural vocals as opposed to, like, shrieking and or recalling, traditional. disrupt, of course. Riff, exactly, yeah, for sure. So I thought that this did a really good job of it. There were moments where just the pure din, the wall of sound, uh, I, the beat got lost entirely for me. I was like, wait, are they still fucking on there? You know? <laughs> yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they were, you know what I mean? It was just like this was a noisy recording, but it was noisy in a way that suits the music. Uh, it looks cool. I, I think they pretty much nailed what they were going for here. This is this is genre crust, D beat crust genre exercise done very well.
1: Yeah, pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, if you've got if you've got a band that sounds that's doing this and sounds like this in your town, yeah.
0: Everybody knows them for sure. Everybody fucking likes them. Yeah, absolutely. Right. so hard not to like. Right. You know what I mean? It's so hard if, not to like. If it's done well. If it's done well, exactly. Right. Like you, you, got you got little tinges of metal. You got some solos. You got some good memorable riffs in there. Right. You just it got looks got cool. Dirge fucking DB. You know, right. like live. It's like fu- it's fun. Right. It, at the very at the very worst, you can be apathetic to this. It, it's yeah. You it, know what at I mean? the very worst. At the yeah, very worst. Right. If right. If you if you hate this. What's wrong with you? You know right. what I mean? There's uh, to me there's just there's nothing here to hate. Like it's ripping, it's fucking fast, it's grimy. Usually stuff like this has plenty of mid-tempo dirgy parts for people who don't prefer their music fast. There's plenty of metal influence here like yeah, it's good. It's it's tried and true. It's a form now that has existed in in some iteration like this, this particular iteration of crust for 30 years now, maybe a little a little more, a 35 little more. Yeah. years, you know what I mean? And it's usually good. Yeah. And this is no exception. I agree. I, I, I agree. didn't think it, it's not outstanding. It's yeah, not this, like this away. didn't,
1: this didn't like, you know, put my hair back or anything. But like it's, that. Good. Right. it's good. Right. It did
0: give me a zit on my eyebrow. Oh, shit. Well, that's, just that's, that's actually very apropos. It is very apropos. Because, <laughs> you know, there's some zits on the eyebrows of the guys playing in this band. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. So uh, let's, uh, let's um, read some text messages. All right. And then, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll call it for the evening. All right. So first up, we've got. Uh, I was listening to the latest episode on my drive home from work, particularly the conversation about Skin Island. I came to a red light and happened to look over and see that the woman driving was eating cereal out of a bowl with a spoon while at the wheel. <laughs> 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 I, I would like to nominate people that eat cereal while driving a free ticket to Skin Island. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yo,
1: I saw these fucking like sippy cups that you could put your cereal and milk in and then just like drink it like a sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck? I know. Come on, it man. takes fucking three minutes to eat a bowl Jesus. of cereal. Exactly.
0: If if I'm in a listen, rush, listen. I just pour up, pour up my my, my fucking raisin bran. I scarf it down and I get out the door. Like
1: cereal is maybe the fastest thing you can eat it at is, home.
0: It is the fastest thing you can right? eat at home. It yeah. takes thirty seconds to, to to make a bowl. Yeah, and three minutes to consume tops. Yeah, for sure. Right. And here's the thing, man. Listen,
1: yo, I yo, I will fucking empty the better part of an entire box of fruity pebbles into a fucking
0: mixing bowl <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> with damn near a quart of milk Yeah, and it's gone <laughs> yes. in 4 minutes for sure dude absolutely look neither you or myself i would say excels at time management or punctuality it's not our strong i suit. try to be better i listen i, I if, try to if, get if, i've if, tried to get better about I'm it i'll tell the years. you this yeah
1: i try to be better about it yeah if I'm being paid for it, yeah. Oh sure, no, I am on time, dude. If I'm time.
0: if I'm being paid for it, I'm 15 minutes early every that's time. That's right, no doubt. Otherwise, I'm a little squishy. I'm 10 or 15 in either direction, right? Right. And that's fine. You know what I mean? Well, I'm usually if it's if it's something where it's going to genuinely inconvenience somebody, I try to be punctual, right. right? Otherwise, time's a little squishy. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, you and I don't necessarily excel at it. We're not sticklers for it, right? And I, so I'm trying to be sympathetic here, but if your time management skills are so fucking bad that you have to drink cereal from a sippy cup in your yes. car, yeah. fucking fix your mind. Drink cereal from the barrel of a shotgun. Fix your fucking life, dude. Right. Fix your life. Right. See a therapist do fucking something because right. you're a mess. I
1: tell you what, man. I hate a motherfucker that is just like always complaining about having to get up in the
0: morning. I know, Shut man. the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, dude. Do Shut it Shut the fuck up. Get the up. fuck up. Do what you need to do. Yes. Right? <laughs> a guy would agree, dude. There's nothing worse than like <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna call back to a different time in my life with no real animus here, but I'm just saying. There's nothing worse than just waking up next to somebody who's just pissed to be awake. And I'm like, we got to do this every day for the rest of our life. What are you, fucking two? Are you a child? Right. Listen, if you're starting the day out this way, you're the fucking issue, not the world. And I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Well, let's do it TV. Fuck you. Go to fucking bed. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure, man. (laughs) Accept your lot in life. Right. You got to wake up in the morning. That's what it is. This is what it is. Deal with it. The uh, night no,
1: s- no, motherfucker. Human beings are not nocturnal animals. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, fix your sleep schedule.
0: Literally, just make an effort. Right. Unless you have a diet. Get diagnosis the fucking work on time.
1: <laughs> Get your fucking ass out of bed. <laughs> Give yourself plenty of fucking time. Like, That's how the right. fuck you going to be like, oh, I'm going to brush my teeth. Oh, right. I got to fucking run out the fucking door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo! For sure, just get up fucking ten minutes it's, early, you piece of shit. It is
0: disgraceful because that's the thing. Most of the shit is down to a difference of ten or fifteen minutes. Yes, it's disgraceful behavior. <laughs> it's disgrace. This and now we're in the Jocko podcast territory. Get the fuck up, them. Get up at five a.m. I but you don't no, like. listen, man. It is disgraceful to be rushing around in the morning. Oh my god! Oh, I don't. I can't do this. I can't do that. Literally, get up fifteen minutes earlier. It's not going to affect the quality of your day to wake up fifteen minutes earlier. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's a fucking wash at that point. If you get up at 7 or 7.15, it's a wash. And it's going to make all the difference in your ability to just have a normal fucking morning. So just get up at 7 instead of 7.15, man.
1: Dude, my nephew, I got one of my nephews. He will fucking, I'm not even joking. He'll fucking sleep until 4 p.m. Oh, dude, I, I have. They mi- go to bed at like fucking midnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, then they sleep dude. until. Four, and, and my sister's like, "Oh, well, you know, he's in bed, can't get up." I got it's real fucking easy. It's
0: real easy. It's man. real fucking easy. I got all my siblings, man.
1: I, I get them up. I get not, them up. Not all, but Listen, I've told her I'll go wake him up. Yeah, for I'll sure. get him
0: up like that. Yeah, All he's but, up. All but one of my siblings right. are like afternoon. Dump fucking hot water in his face. He's up. When my brother was here from Tacoma, we were trying to hang out. Right, you know and i was like yeah you know I, I got work these days i got this shit i got that shit let's get lunch around 2 he was like oh i don't think i'll be able to be up by then then you don't get lunch and i was like what why and he was like well you know the t- the jet lag and i'm like yeah but if you if we get lunch at 2 our time that would mean it would be 11 no, your time. And they were like, nope. he was like, oh, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not up by 11. like, what nope. the fuck, no, no, dude? No, no. I'm, you know what? I, I'm not
1: fucking, I'm not, I'm not rearranging my perfectly no. normal fucking no, no, work no, schedule no, no. around anyone. No, absolutely not. <laughs> simple as that. No fucking way, dude. It's simple as that. You
0: adapt. This is, this is the schedule the world has collectively decided to be on. Literally everybody. And this everybody is, that has anything yeah. to fucking do. To the fucking And that's line. why,
1: that's why motherfuckers that work second shift hate. It, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yes.
1: Like, there's a lot of things you can complain about the world, and believe me, I do. Yeah, sure.
0: Right. Yeah. But one of them is just adhering to normal circadian circadian rhythms, rhythms dude. It's built into your fucking brain right
1: just do it your fucking brain your pineal gland is hardwired into your fucking optic nerve to detect light levels and you
0: know I I can't stand I can't stand a, a motherfucker. who knew that this simple message right but I cannot stand a motherfucker who complains about being tired and sleepy too yeah. because here's the thing I, I do have some insomnia issues sometimes sometimes it is tough for me to get to sleep at night I'll have nights where it's just like fuck man I'm up till five today that is what it is and I gotta get up at eight. You, I might say, if we have, say we got, to get, got together to record, I'm like, oh man, I'm beat, man. I, you know, I, I didn't get much sleep last night. And that's the extent of what I'll fucking say about that's it. it. Oh, I'm kind of sleepy, man. I didn't really get a good one last night. That's it. Motherfuckers that's it. who walk around, oh God, I can't do, I'm tired. You know why you're fucking tired? Because you sleep schedule shit. Because yeah. you sleep until fucking 2 p.m., you piece of For shit. For sure, man. Yeah, this is, th- this, this shit really gets to me, man. Yeah. Just fucking toe the line.
1: Yeah. Can't tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's not a lot of on Skin Island. Mm. Fucking sleep. That's right. It's it's hard to get.
0: Right? It's hard to catch any any z's on You're Skin Island. You're fucking tuned in yeah. to the
1: rising and setting of the sun, my friend. Yeah, for sure. And night times are yeah. a goddamn terror.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so uh, we got one here from Grant, which is kind of a half half for the show, half not. It says, feel free to leave this message off the show if it's not worth the airtime. Oh, no, no, this is a different—this is actually—this is not Grant's message yet. My bad. Uh, feel free to leave this message off the show if it's not worth the airtime, but the sax talk on the last episode reminded me, if you haven't heard, XI might be worth a listen, and they provided a link, so I'll check that out on my own time. It's singular weird stuff and might not be your guys' taste. But it's been a standout favorite album for me. Absolutely insane drumming from Greg Fox of Liturgy on this. I fucking hate Liturgy, but Greg Fox's drumming is pretty interesting. So, yeah, I'll check that out. Uh you guys are really missing out with the anti saxophone stance lots of sick bands sad lovers and giants camera side lens bromure to name a few to get it together guys uh i don't sometimes people don't listen to this show with a critical ear because we were, did not take an anti sax stance on that we just said in that particular instance mm-hmm. if the sax had continued on every track of that record it would have felt gimmicky right w- who you think you're talking to you i don't know and enjoy camera side lens yes right. i i am a french oi fan yes i like bromure as well uh, there's plenty of places in which sax is incorporated in, into new wave, uh, punk music, oi music, that it works really well. We were just saying in that application, it would probably feel gimmicky if they really leaned into it. And but.
1: you know why? Because
0: nine times out of ten, yeah, it is fucking gimmicky. Sure. Uh, I, I don't know if nine times... Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. my fucking This is the second time my system has crashed tonight. Uh, I don't know if nine times out of ten it feels gimmicky. I,
1: I, so, like, you know, camera silence, you know, 80s.
0: Sure. Right. Yeah, drum as well. Right. Yeah. Try that shit now. I think you could do it, but it would just be... It would have to be something where it, like... Absolutely makes sense in the application, right? Like I think, and if or if you were aiming specifically to do a French Oi thing, right? Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. sure, yeah, this makes sense. This is an homage to a really specific form. But in general, yeah, I just think incorporating sax into like straight down the middle, ripping hardcore punk probably is going to feel gimmicky pretty quick. Because
1: the thing is, the '90s fucking killed the potential for the horn
0: in punk rock. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Um, the next thing that we have is just uh, a YouTube link of uh, a, it's like a YouTube video that's like black metal without distortion. It's just surf rock. It's just one of these supremely oh, gay man. fucking like YouTube. Who did that? I don't know. Some, he, does he have a mustache? No, but he's like wearing sunglasses, and it's so fucking lame, man. Somebody from Fort Wayne sent this to us. Shame on you. If you're one of our friends, you should oh, fucking huh. know better. I got to I got to take a look at this guy. What the person on the on YouTube? Yeah. Uh you're not going to see anything remarkable. It's just like a guy in a fucking like heather Oh yeah, back, look at his fucking t-shirt, you know, with like a closely shorn hair and glasses playing a guitar. And he's just playing like classic black metal songs. Ke- Kevin whatever. Yeah, he's playing ca- classic black metal songs, but he's got there's no distortion on him, and there's like a surf beat and accompanying music behind oh, him. Here we go, and then he's got
1: 26 different styles of metal. This is also not an
0: original idea. There, like,
1: ten- and the metal is the is like the
0: Iron Maiden font.
1: Yeah, come on.
0: Like 10 years ago, there was like a thing that was like the Burzums and like the Dark Thrones and shit, and it was all of these. Like black metal songs reimagined yeah. as surf music. Yeah, so well, yeah. This is not even an yeah. original idea. Acoustic it's, cannibal corpse. It's fucking ten years down the line and it sucks. Twenty twenty, don't, 20 don't badass a, don't drop. Don't ever D fucking riffs. send this shit. that's what this guy's of channel is. This sucks, dude. Twenty it, badass listen, drop I, D. I, like I said, this is a this is a Fort Wayne number. So I don't know who the fuck sent this to us, but rethink your shit. This is a fucking that's a real egregious uh, mistake that you just made sending that to us um, oh,
1: <laughs> dude my favorite are the fucking my favorite metal channels are the ones where it's like a dude playing riffs mm-hmm. a being like different types of riffs yeah. like this one guy we, we were watching the one guy Yeah, that does you know the fuck, oh, yeah, yeah. But like then, Brandon
0: was playing him or something yeah yeah
1: and there's another guy that does like you know Metallica versus Megadeth, death metal versus black metal, and they, like, look over at their imaginary self and nod and then, like, throw it over to them. Yeah. Fuck off. It
0: sucks so I mean, good for you that
1: I I guess that's the thing you do and it works for you, but, like, uh,
0: just please um, just kill us all. Yeah, keep this away from me. Um, okay here's Grant's message um, what's up dudes it's Grant would you fucking believe me if I told y'all I have shingles too <laughs> what a bitch it is on this earth anyway wanted to skip the line and put this directly in front of y'all if it didn't make it in the queue soon but this was the first new release of the year I heard and I love it as members of Destruct and other great Virginia bands playing in it enjoy when the mic ain't hot and shingles can fuck off forever so this is a band called Ultimate Disaster with a demo that's another one I'll just uh, I'll check out on my own time and, and maybe somebody will send it into the show alright uh, okay last one we got Uh, Will the Zoomer Zoomer revivification and revitalization of late 90s slash 2000s aesthetics lead to a message board revival? If not, it should. Shout out boardislife.proboards.com. Okay, so now I had long suspected, just based on the tenor of these messages and the way in which they are written, that this number, because I knew it was an Indianapolis number, uh, was Reuter writing in. And now I know for a fact it is because Reuter... Love's board is life. Yeah. Board is life is like the sort of go-to hardcore message board now that is kind of uh, revived the early to mid 2000s message board culture of 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 message boards like the B9 or the Chicago hardcore boards or the Indianapolis hardcore boards. I could see it. I mean, I I have popped into Borders Life to see like a thread here and there uh, if I was directed that way, usually by you, Reuter. And I mean, it seems lively enough. It seems like there's a lot of people posting there, but they also seem like older folks. I have to imagine that most young folks are not going to be bothered uh, to go back and actually revitalize a dead mode of online communication when there are far more convenient and easy to interface with ones because most sort of revitalization, aesthetic based revitalization is incredibly surface level. Uh, and The vast majority of people are not going to like actually do the footwork to make their lives actively more difficult to go do something like this. So no, I don't think that is going to lead to a message board revival, I'm sorry to say, because I know you're a big fan. And I loved message boards back in the day. I loved talking shit on message boards. I love just getting into it, having inane discussions, but that's a part of myself that I left in the past and I would like to leave it there.
1: I don't know. I used them to find that about shows? Sure, yeah, of
0: course. That was it. I never, I mean, why would, listen. I will say that if, thi- this is the only way in which I would actively participate in message boards again, is that if, like you spoke about last week, if we finally got to the point where social media was just rendered totally useless and everybody in subculture had to migrate back to a usable sort of simple conversational interface like a message board, that would be fine. Listen, when it, w- when, when social media becomes
1: rendered useless, yeah. everything becomes rendered useless.
0: That's probably true. Right? Yeah. I'm
1: talking about older ways. Just like, hey, here's a fucking flyer. Sure. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, don't, I hate talk. I, I can barely fucking stand the people I like in real life. Sure. I ain't talking to somebody online about literally anything. Yeah. I don't even care if I'm dying. Like, mm-hmm. if I, the only way I can get help yeah. is to go into Discord. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Well, you're gonna be in Discord tomorrow. Yeah, but I like <laughs> the talking to like you, yeah, and some other people, right? Sure, yeah. I ain't fucking, no fucking way. Yeah, no way am I interacting with people that I
0: don't know, with like no more than one degree of separation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Again. There, there are many things that you should say on this show that come as a surprise to no one, and we'll just add that to the list. That's right. Yes, sure. That's that tracks. Right. I, I do, I do enjoy interfacing with, with a stranger on the internet here and there uh, about shared interests. But yeah, man, God, it's so fucking alien to me. I know it's because you got it's because you're neurotypical or you're near near neuroatypical. No, you're neurodivergent. I think I think I'm very typical. <laughs> no, you're fucking I think, I not, think, dude. I think I am Jungian
1: archetypical.
0: <laughs> I don't think you would find a I don't think you would find a professional Listen, on earth who would concur with I, that.
1: I'm telling you again, I, the whole world is wrong oh, yeah. except for me. <laughs> For sure. That's definitely it true. It doesn't make it, you know, like, it just, it ain't fucking happening. Yeah, yeah,
0: no doubt. <laughs> so there you go. Um, let's wrap it up there for the night. We got plenty of music in. We covered some important uh, topical ground at the end there. Thanks, as always, uh, to everybody who tunes in, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week.